following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello to all my listeners. Today is a great day here in Arizona. I am live at the Voice America studio here in Phoenix, Arizona, and my radio show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, which is the largest live internet radio network in the world, and I'm also on KFNX, which is the largest terrestrial radio network in Phoenix, Arizona, and my show has been on the network for quite a long time, and Coming up in August, my show, uh, it'll be two years that I've, I've had my show. And so today is all about the unconscious mind and sunshine to sync circadian rhythm. So today we will talk about the decision we have made consciously in our life that affect our daily life without our awareness. We'll talk about the mechanics of how the unconscious mind works on a minute-to-minute basis. Uh, we will also talk about how the conscious mind and the unconscious mind are connected. And also uh, sunlight to sync our circadian rhythm and more. And the first part of the hour, I will be interviewing uh, Tippy Felsenstein. And then also uh, the second part of the hour, I will be interviewing uh, Hilda about sunshine and if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show please send me an email to kristen k-r-i-s-t-e-n at kristenharperspeaks.com your business will get a lot of exposure because voice america is the largest live internet radio network in the world and my show has been growing consistently every single month since i started and and also i have two websites if you'd like to learn more about me i offer hair analysis at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com my business i've been in business for i'd say almost 10 years and uh, it's a natural approach to uh, healing the body and I will be offering brainwave entrainment and also quantum biofeedback later this year, also on that website. And then also I'm a health and wellness speaker, and my speaking website is kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. And so let me go over uh, Tippy's bio now. And just to mention, this is one of my absolutely favorite topics. I love to talk about the unconscious mind. We have two minds, the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. And I'm very passionate about this because if individuals have limiting beliefs and even trauma that's stored in the unconscious mind, it can totally affect your life in a negative way, including your health. Every aspect of your life can be totally affected. And I know this because I went through some hardship in my life, in my past, and it was because of my unconscious mind. Um, And particularly, I had an eating disorder in my past, and I had a limiting belief stuck in my unconscious mind that caused my eating disorder that I had for nine years. So let me go over Tippy's bio. 
uh, Tippy dedicated her life to self-discovery and self-love. She searched the entire globe for methods, secrets, and potions on how to access the subconscious mind. Now, just to let you know, the subconscious mind and the unconscious mind are the same and control the program it has created. After searching the globe, she found a treasure chest of ideas, inspirations, and practical things you can do to live a conscious life. Even though she had all that knowledge and understanding, it did not really kick into her reality until her car tumbled over the mountain and into the abyss, leaving her temporarily paralyzed and literally dead for a few seconds. That was when she finally understood how her subconscious decisions caused it all to happen precisely as it unconsciously planned. She now has a podcast, Tippy Talk Show, where she plans to bring all her knowledge and experience to light through her favorite medium, radio. She is the author of Wake Up and Plan for Roses and loves to write and walk in nature in her free time. And her website is tippytalkshow.com. It is an honor to have Tippy on my show. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm glad to have you. Thank you, Carrie. And I'm very excited to be here because one of the things that has always driven me was to find out more about the subconscious, unconscious, and also about anything that is not visible to the eyes. Things that are supposedly unseen that people don't know exist, but they drive everything that we do. So I'm really excited to be here and be able to really talk about it. Uh, oh, definitely. And um, I just want to say to you, my um, name is uh, Kristen. And, uh, oh, oh, yeah. But, but um, no, it's okay. Um, Tippy, I'm just excited to have you on. I think it was like meant to be that we connected and we actually uh, connected on uh, social media. And I started doing research about you and your book. And uh, I just uh, truly wanted to have you on my uh, show. Um, and so... I think what I'd like to do is just uh, start off. If you could uh, talk about your story first, you were involved in this uh, very uh, serious car accident and how you finally understood how your subconscious decisions cause it all to happen. Would you be able to uh, talk about this? Yes, I'm going to explain to you what I mean by that. And I also have it in my book explained in detail if you want to hear more information about it because it's, it's something that totally blew my mind. So I started when I was 19 looking for answers, like what is, what is subconscious? What does that mean? And the reason I was able to go all over the world was because I was financed by Shirley MacLaine who at that time discovered that there's more to life than the physical reality. So that's where the basis of what happened to me actually began. When I was 19, and at 19, 40 is really old. And I was watching her. She was in her 40s at a time. And I said, you know, if I live until 40, I'm good. I'm, I've lived to an old age. I'm ready to die. And that was like kind of a joke. It wasn't really that I said, okay, I want to die when I'm 40. I didn't really say that because even though 40 seemed ancient. And it became this thing with my friends that every time on my birthday, on my 20th birthday, my 21st birthday, it was like, oh, yeah, if she lives till 40, she's good. 
And then I forgot about it for the next 15 years, 16, I totally forgot about it. On my 40th birthday, at 6.30 in the afternoon, my car crashed and I, and I came to my near-death experience. And when I woke up, I said, no, no, wait a minute, I didn't mean that, I didn't want to die. And seeing that kind of made me realize that maybe I created that. But I wasn't sure yet. I wasn't 100% sure. The process that I went through from the time that my car literally went over the mountain and rolled over all the way to the bottom, which wasn't that deep because it only rolled six times, from, from me being paralyzed and having to come back and live a normal life, I was a single mom, and being paralyzed, raising my kids paralyzed, was just not an option. And I said, if I can create something so negative and so horrific that literally end my life on exactly my birthday when I didn't even have to think about it just by programming my subconscious mind years before, we're talking about 21 years, then why can't I create a life where I will not be paralyzed, I will not be handicapped, I will not be in pain, even though I had 68 fractures my body, my lungs collapsed. I, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. And at that point, I had to make a decision whether I was going to give up and just go away. And I did have that choice. I could have just gone. But love always rescues you. And the love for my kids made me decide that, you know what? Let me try. Let me see what's going to happen if I try to reprogram my life and to be able to come back and to be able to be um, a single mom, healthy. And that's where my journey began when I actually had to take everything that I learned in the past 20 years and put it to task and actually try to do it. And I am not in pain and I'm not paralyzed and I'm not, and I'm not in a wheelchair. And I was able to do that and it took me one year. And that's the journey that I talk about that I'm so passionate about sharing because we all do that. We, we make decisions in our subconscious mind that runs our life. There's no question about it. Why not turn it around and make positive decisions to enhance our life and to make our life better? Because really, that's what we were born to do. And, uh, I mean, this is just, uh, the story is just, um, wow. It's just uh, shocking. And um, where can my listeners go to that website that I brought up? Would that be the website where they can get your book or do you have another website for that or should they go to Amazon or? Yes, yeah, so they can go to my website which is tippytalkshow.com, definitely. And my book will be there. But also they can go directly to Amazon and just go for Wake Up and Plan for Roses and you'll get that too. The, the idea of Wake Up and Plan for Roses, it's about wake up and realize that the subconscious mind is not some mysterious little thing lurking in the background, damaging your life or, or doing things. It's something that the conscious and the con- unconscious mind are connected, and they're connected in a real way. And there are a lot of different ways to understand it, but understanding it in your mind is one thing, but actually tapping into it and feeling it so that you can work with it that's the level that I, that I that you need to go to to be able to control your life completely. Right. So, uh, uh, towards the end of your interview, I want to talk about that and how 
uh, you were able to uh, turn your life around and um, maybe, uh, you know, if you have any recommendations as far as methods and secrets, etc. Um, so, uh, basically, I, my first question to you would be, uh, or my next question is, the mechanics of how the unconscious mind works on a minute-to-minute -minute basis. Yeah. Okay. So, that's a really good question, Kristen. I... Uh, really difficult for me to, to exactly describe it to you, but you know how sometimes you get in the car and you want to go to the grocery store and you end up in your house, because that's where you usually go, or you automatically get up and do certain things without even thinking about it. It becomes like a habit. So habits are things that are programmed into our subconscious mind. And we do it. So the idea is if we have habits that we don't like, we want to go back and say, okay, I don't like this habit and I want to change it. And the, the mistake that people make is they try to use willpower. And willpower will work on a short-term short, short -term basis, but it will not work on a long-term basis. Our habits are a manifestation of our subconscious life. Our, you know how people sometimes say, oh, that's just the way I am? That's not the way they are. That's the subconscious mind reacting to a decision they have made either a long time ago or not a long time ago. It doesn't matter. You are potentially anything that you decide that you want to be. So if you have this desire for something, that's your subconscious mind sending you messages that that's your destiny. And, and you know how you have certain things in your life that you really want to do? but you don't even know why you want to do it, why you're so passionate about it. It's because it's the messages that you get from your subconscious mind. So every day, every decision we make, we make it based on what the messages that we get. And most of those messages are about survival and about things that we just normally need to do to survive. But we also get this passion to, like for me, I love to write. Why is it that I love to write and somebody else loves to drive? It's because that's my program. That's what my subconscious mind is telling me that I was born to do. So when I do it, I feel really good. So anytime you do something that feels really good, that's something, that's your destiny. That's something that you want to do. Whenever you have uh, something that gets in the way, like for example, if you have an eating disorder, which is basically um, a bug that somebody implanted in you. Somebody did something along the line to make you feel that eating is bad, let's say. So every time you eat, you're going to feel really bad because you believed it, you accepted it, and you, you took it in as part of your program. But once you realize that, that that's your program, and you start sending yourself messages like, no, eating is not bad. I can enjoy eating without being fat and ugly and all those terrible things that I'm supposed to be. Then you can slowly get out of it. Whether you do it and you know that you do it, or if you don't know that you do, you do it, you're still doing it. You know, it doesn't matter. So anytime you have a thought that comes out of nowhere, that's your subconscious or your unconscious mind sending you messages. And it's constantly sending you messages all the time. And I can give you an example of what happened today sure. to, um, to send me messages. So 
I come home, and I'm taking care of my mother. She's very, very sick with dementia. She's like on her last stage of it. And her heart rate is really high, and that's very scary. So I have to take her to the emergency room. Now, I'm really looking forward for this interview with you because I think this is one of the most important things because we need a lot of light right now in the planet. The more conscious we become, the more light we bring into the world because you have a natural desire to, to make the world a better place, right? Yes. You have it? Yeah, I know, because there's a network of people that have that desire, and it's not everybody. It's a network of people. So this is really important to me. This message is really important. I really want to do it. So here I am in the emergency room being torn into two places, but I'm getting a strong message that no matter what happens, I have to do this interview. I cannot cancel it. And nothing in the world could have stopped me from being here, not even my mother in the emergency room, not anything else that would have happened. And I made it happen. I I was able to pull it together so I could leave the emergency room and come and do it. That's my subconscious mind working with me to make something that I really want happen no matter what. Because on a regular basis, my mother is very important to me. I would have just said, you know what, I cannot do this. I'm in the in the emergency room. Um, Kristen will definitely understand. You know, my mother is on her deathbed, of course. But it wasn't even an option. And things just came together when my sister showed up and everything was okay and I could leave for an hour or two. And that's, that seems like normal behavior, but it's not. It's a subconscious mind saying... This is your destiny. This is, this is what you need to do. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And uh, I just really want to thank you for uh, coming on my show, even though you've been through a lot. Uh, and I send blessings to your mother and you and your family. And uh, so, Tippy, right now we need to go to a quick break, and we'll come back here very shortly. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel. And today is all about the unconscious mind with Tippy. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Hello, everyone. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And uh, today's episode is all about the unconscious mind with Tippy. And then I will be interviewing uh, Hilda here uh, shortly about sunshine to sync circadian rhythm. Uh, so um, I just wanted to say that our beliefs do create our reality. So if you're looking in front of you and you're not happy with your reality, it's really important that you actually go within so that you can let go of any limiting beliefs that you may have in your unconscious mind, including emotional trauma. And I, I have found over the years, and I, I, I really would like to uh, talk to Tippy to find out what she recommends uh, for getting rid of limiting beliefs that can affect your health, your finances, relationships, every aspect of your life, including like Tippy's story. I mean, pretty much, I mean, she got in a severe car accident uh, very close to death, and it was because of um, what was held in her unconscious mind. Uh, so I have found, for, you know, based on my personal experience and then just also um, research, I have found that brainwave entrainment and then also meditation is the best to get rid of limiting uh, beliefs. And basically that brings the limiting beliefs from the unconscious mind, brings it up to conscious awareness, and then eventually it is eliminated. So, uh, Tippy, do you, what methods, secrets, um, potions, um, do you recommend to access the subconscious mind and control the program mm-hmm. it has uh, created? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, what what you have here is two elements. You don't really want to get rid of limiting beliefs because they're a belief system. It's like when you have the same thing like a computer program. You have a computer program, and the computer program is programmed to calculate or to figure out certain things. When you change the program, you're not necessarily throwing out parts of the old program. You're just adjusting it. So let's say if you believe I am not able to do this because I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough is one of those things that a lot of people have. So Yes, enough. it's so common. I just talked to someone the other day at, um, at school, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really common that people have that. Right. It's really common because when we go to school, the way we're educated, the way we're taught, we're always made to feel like we're not good enough on a lot of different levels. Not even have to go into that. But we do have that. We're not skinny enough. We're not fat enough. We're not tall enough. We're not smart enough. Whatever. 
then you don't want to take that and throw it out. You just want to take it and adjust it. It's about making adjustments. So every time this thought comes into your mind, I'm not good enough. And there's ways to identify those thoughts. There's a few different ways. There's actually millions. The, the thing that bothers me is there's so many million different people telling you that there's different ways to do this and different ways, tapping, dancing, yoga. But really, it all comes down to the simplistic identification. So, so instead of, um, so when you're about to do something, and you say, you know what, I just am not good enough, I can't do it, I'm gonna, everybody's going to see I'm a fraud, then the, if you identify that thought, that makes your unconscious thought all of a sudden become conscious. So you can change it from I'm not good enough to I am good enough. Not get rid of it, just adjust one word instead of not am. And that is much easier to do than try to get rid of a thought altogether because your thoughts are going to be there. Your subconscious is constantly programming. You wake up in the morning, you look at the sunshine, and you say, wow, today is a beautiful day. I'm going to go enjoy it. I'm going to do something fantastic. Or you say, oh, my God, I'm so tired. It's such a nice day. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to miss it. So it's how you, how you identify what goes through your head. So it's not about going into your subconscious. It's about bringing your subconscious to your consciousness. Another word for it is mindfulness. It is a very simple, I wouldn't call it meditation. It's more like an awareness exercise that if you do it every day, all of a sudden, you're going to start becoming aware of different things that happen that you're thinking. And basically, once you do that, you know you're on the right path. And Kristen, you know you've been doing a lot of research on it, and you know that it's happened to you already, that you've all of a sudden thought something like, wow, you know, I just realized that 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 was going through my mind, whereas before it was an, an automatic pilot that you didn't realize it. Have you had those moments? Yes. Um, and actually, that thought that I had when I you know, had my eating disorder, um, that limiting belief was, I am fat. For mm-hmm. years, I had no idea it was even there. I had no idea because most of the time right. you're not aware of it because it's stuck in your unconscious mind. So I had no idea. Right. And then I started to do meditation every day, like, Mm-hmm. Focus on my breath, um, or go for a walk, or mindfulness, etc. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I became aware of it, and I just continued to do my meditation for three years. It took of meditation to let, and actually, I let go of my limiting belief, and it's no longer there. Exactly, exactly. So once you realize what that belief is, there's really nothing more you can do except realize it all the time over and over again because you can't take an eraser and erase it but once you bring it up you know once you bring it up into your conscious saying oh you know what i think i'm fat uh it's not going to disappear one day sometimes it'll take a whole year it depends sometimes it'll take one second and then boom it's gone you don't even have to do anything else you just have to become aware of it and and mindfulness is definitely meditation is definitely being on your breath usually will bring it out a lot. But it's, it's a process. It's not like, okay, I'm going to go in there and boom, 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 do it, and I'm gone. I'm not going to take a pill. I had this terrifying fear when my baby was born that if I take my eyes off her and somebody else will look at her, I will never see her again. It was like an abnormal, terrifying thing. 
And I went to a person who called himself a past life therapist, but he wasn't really, but, but he tapped into your subconscious to figure out why you have that. One time I went to him and it was completely gone because he was able to tap right into my past moment when that crazy belief was planted. And once I became aware, I was like, oh yeah, that's what it is. And that was it. But if it didn't, it would have been debilitating for me and my daughter because I would be always afraid to turn around and not look at her. Mm-hmm. So it can happen in one second and it can happen a long time. It depends also on, it depends also on what you really want. Because a lot of times there's things within that belief system that really serve you in, in a negative or a positive way that you don't want to let go of. That you, it's like a comfortable zone, but you want to let go of it on one hand, but you don't want to let go. So that struggle is what keeps you there longer. But if you don't have that, it would go away much faster. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I agree with you, like what you mentioned. Whatever's in the unconscious mind and it's affecting your life in a negative way, the limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. the emotional trauma, you have to bring it to conscious awareness before can mm-hmm. be, like in my case, can be eliminated. It has to go to conscious awareness, from unconscious to conscious awareness. And mm-hmm. um, and I just wanted to say, I just want to let my listeners know, because everyone's different. Everyone has their own approach. I had a, a, a mm-hmm. celebrity fitness, uh, a former uh, fitness trainer, um, a celebrity on, and Danette May, and she, you know, really talked about affirmations, how you're talking about affirmations in a way where you can, you know, replace mm-hmm. your limiting belief with more of like a positive affirmation. I tried those. Those didn't help me. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Of, I'm not a fan of yoga. I love meditation. And there's this uh, one expert, and he actually feels that transcendental meditation, which that's not what I am into at all. I'm not into that. But basically, transcendental meditation, mindfulness, and meditation. He puts those all together as like three different types of meditation, just quieting your mind. So I think meditation is really powerful. Um, to mm-hmm. bring those limiting beliefs from unconscious mind to conscious awareness. And then I feel, and everyone's different, but I am not a fan of tapping at all. Um, I, oh, my God, Kristen, you just said two things that I'm totally not a fan of. Tapping uh, is not my thing. And, and affirmation is very nice, and I'll use it, but it's not what gives me the power. So, yes, you're right. Everybody is a little bit, relates differently to different things. Exactly. Absolutely. And, okay, so uh, I want my listeners to uh, totally, uh, um, you know, go to your website, uh, look into this, uh, get your book. And I actually plan to get your book. And, uh, you know, let, let's say that you're seeing a doctor or a health practitioner and they're helping you, you know, maybe they're telling you, like, especially a doctor, you know, you need to eat healthy, uh, you need to take nutritional supplements, you need to get sunshine, you need to get plenty of sleep to really improve your health. But if they're not addressing your mind, I have a big problem with that. Because if you have any limiting beliefs or emotional trauma stuck in your unconscious mind, it can totally affect your health and every aspect of your life. So that needs to be addressed as well your unconscious mind, and you'll be surprised how many individuals, I mean, don't even know we have an unconscious mind. We have two minds, and I, I did a, a speech recently with college students, and most of them didn't even know we had unconscious mind. Um, even Unbelievable. It, yeah, it's just, it's just really shocking, but uh, before I let you go to be, and I definitely want to have you back on my show again, um, 
any last comments here before I let you go about how the conscious mind and unconscious mind are connected or even the decision we have made unconsciously in our life that affect our daily life without our awareness? Any other comments? Yeah, I, I, I have one thing that I talk about in the book that I think is really important when we become aware of that. We also have an easier time accessing all those limiting beliefs and it's called the hypnosis of life. And I worked with a hypnotist who was an amazing hypnotist and as he became better and better in hypnotizing people, he realized that actually we, we live in a hypnosis and that's the hypnosis that drives us that, that we're not aware of. So if you see people that are hypnotized on stage, they will defend their belief to the death. And I write about that, and I don't have enough time to go into what exactly it is, but I can, I can explain to you in three minutes one thing that he showed me that kind of will show you when you see somebody that, that is very stubborn about their negative belief and will, will defend it almost with their life. That, that's a person that's under the hypnosis of life, and that's a concept that I would like to explain next, but I do explain it in my book. And I would love to come back and talk about that. Yes, and um, I definitely will have you back on uh, for sure because, like I mentioned, this is one of my favorite topics about the unconscious mind. And um, so, uh, Tippy, I wish uh, you, your mother, your family the best, and I enjoyed uh, conversing with you today. Thank you, Kristen. appreciate it, and I enjoyed it a lot, too. Have a wonderful one, and thank you for having me. Okay, you're welcome. And I'm on my way back to the hospital. Okay, you, you t- <laughs> okay. take care. Okay, uh, listeners, so now I have another uh, guest who I'm going to bring on here. And the second part of the hour, uh, we're going to discuss uh, sunshine to sync circadian uh, rhythm. And my special guest is Hilda Labrada Gore, um, is the producer and the host of the popular Wise uh, Traditions podcast for the Weston A. Price Foundation. An enthusiastic communicator, Hilda has traveled the world uh, conducting interviews and giving presentations about the importance of ancestral health practices. Hilda is a fitness professional, a health coach, a podcast coach, and author of Podcasting Made Simple. Hilda lives in Washington, D.C. with her husband, children, and dog and cat. And you can subscribe to her blog through her website, holistichilda.com for healthy living tips and follow her on Instagram holistichilda to learn more about her adventures and recommendations for living your best life. Hey Kristen, thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm excited to um, have you on too. I appreciate you uh, being here uh, today. Um, And how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing so well. <laughs> and part of it has to do with the sunshine, actually. Um, I just got back from a vacation in Florida. Nice. And I've ado- I have adopted this new habit of getting that sunrise 
sunlight and it has shifted my circadian rhythm and my body is functioning better than ever and I'm so thankful and I've a lot of stories to tell so you just tell me when you want me to get going and I'll, I'll get into it. <laughs> okay and I just want to say I love the sunshine and luckily I live down here in uh, Tempe, Arizona so we get a lot of sunshine and it feels so good. I love the sun and I'm just curious before we get started uh, what part of Florida because I actually used to live there a long time ago. I went to college in uh, went to the University um, in Pensacola. I was just curious what part of Florida? Yeah, I'll tell you after this helicopter oh. goes by. Okay. I live in D.C., and it might be the president overhead. Who knows? Um, but Because really, they're not supposed to be just soaring over here, <laughs> over my house. Oh, okay. Um, but I was in Amelia Island. Okay, nice. That's kind of the northern part, not far from Georgia, actually. Okay. Yeah, um, so I... I'm just like really picky on my show. There's certain topics I want, and um, I was in touch with you, and I was just pretty fascinated with your uh, story, and I thought we could talk about uh, sunshine and uh, the circadian rhythm, and, and the reason being is that we really haven't talked much about sunshine on my show, and it's really important. It's so important for um, health, and also I just like your story too because uh, you basically um, – Uh, traveled the world and you were conducting interviews and giving presentations about the importance of ancestral health practices. And uh, one of them, you know, based on when you were traveling that you learned was really important is um, uh, sunshine to sync uh, circadian rhythm. So I guess the the best question, I think the question we should start off with is uh, for, you know, for individuals that may not know what circadian rhythm is, would you be able to explain it a bit? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because the first time I heard the phrase circadian rhythm, I think it was the name of a band back in the day. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I'm going to go hear circadian rhythm. I had no idea what it meant. Um, And now I understand it's really in simple terms. It's the body's natural cycle of being awake and resting. It's kind of the body's natural rhythm. And it's pretty clear that when our circadian rhythm is shifted, it's detrimental detrimental to our health. If you think about people who work the night shift, they're awake in the evening and all night long and then asleep during the day, and a lot of them develop health concerns, you know, and... Um, haven't you seen like nurses or, or people in the middle of the night, sometimes when they're working, just how exhausted they look and pale? And, and part of it is they're not following the natural rhythm of the earth, you know. They're out of sync. And I think in the same way as we've gotten out of sync with if we're hungry or not, you know, there's a lot of talk in our wellness circles about, you know, mindfulness and intuitive eating. If you aren't in touch that way, there's a parallel with how we've lost touch with our natural resting and waking cycle. Yes, um, absolutely. So uh, let's talk, since you um, brought up, you know, circadian rhythm, uh, you talk about how uh, sunshine uh, plays a role with syncing a circadian rhythm. Okay, so this is the fun part because this is a little bit of my story. (laughs) Okay. So I used to be 
well, I still am a fitness professional, a health coach, you know, super energetic. And what I would do, because when my kids were very little, you know, I wouldn't have a moment to myself. So the minute they were in bed, I would start cleaning up the house or getting on my computer to take care of some part-time work I did. And I kind of felt like a superwoman because I'm like, oh, my gosh, mere mortals are asleep at 11 or 12. But here I am going strong at 2 a.m., you know, and I was not aware of the fact that I was shortchanging myself on sleep because I thought, well, I've got energy to spare. I'll be okay. I'll nap the next day. And then what I came to realize is the very light from my computer um, is disrupting my circadian rhythm and it's telling my brain and my body that it's a different time of day. So it's not that I was superhuman and super powerful and that's why I could stay awake. It's because the light was being absorbed into the receptors in my eye and going to my pineal gland and really telling my brain it's, you know, a different time of day. And so, of course, I was alert. I would get a second wind and just think, oh, well, that's just me. No, it was the light interfering with that. So this is, I'm bringing this up because the blue light, the first thing we people need to be aware of is there is junk light all around us and blue light that interferes with our natural sleeping rhythm. And so when we're watching TV, when we're on our phones, when we're on the computer, these lights in particular are very, first of all, they're very addicting because they kind of get a little hit of melatonin when we see the bright light. You know, when you go to the movies, it's kind of exciting and you get stimulated. You literally get stimulated. So you're not going to be as sleepy when it's time to go to bed. So what you want to do is be aware of the junk light around you and minimize it if possible. So um, what I've started doing is um, even using less incandescent bulbs at night, although those aren't as harsh as the compact fluorescent lights or the fluorescent lights or the lights in your devices, as I was mentioning. But so I try to minimize those, maybe use more candles or switch out some light bulbs to red bulbs if you're so daring, or you can wear blue blockers. So this is what I do, too, is I just wear these glasses that kind of look like sunglasses, but what they're doing is they're blocking this junk light so that my body, when the sun goes down, is aware of what time it is. So what happens, Kristen, and this is a cool thing, here, Miss Former Night Owl, (laughs) I get sleepy earlier, and it's not just because I'm older. Someone was teasing me the other day. You're getting older. That's why you're getting sleepy. You're turning into an old person. No, I'm getting in sync with the, the Earth's natural rhythm as well. And so what happens is I get sleepy earlier, and then I can get up earlier, so I'm more with the sunrise and sunset. And so... I also want to just tell you a little bit about the morning sun. So before I got into blocking the night light and that was bad for me, someone told me, you've got to catch the sunrise. How many sunrises have you seen in your life? I hadn't seen that many. Have you seen very many? Uh, I, uh, not too many, actually. Yeah, no, no, me either. I mean, I thought they were nice, but I was like, okay, that's for the person who gets up at... 5.30 or 6. And, and, I, and, I, and I, th- I think for me is I get up really early, but I'm always so busy. And I do a lot, oh, of, a lot of studying and reading and stuff in the morning. So, oh, to- I totally get it. I totally get it. Well, and I was just like, okay, I don't know that much about it, but I had heard from people in this kind of quantum health space that getting that sunrise light is especially good for setting the circadian rhythm. Again, I wanted to get more in tune with nature, and it, it kind of goes with what your friend Tippy was just talking about a moment ago with mindfulness and awareness. And so... I started literally like this past December um, just catching the sunrise and not right away. I mean, you don't 
don't have to get up at the crack of dawn, literally, but if you get up between the first half hour to 45 minutes of the sunrise and kind of gaze in the direction of the sun, it fires up your mitochondria, these little engines in our cells that give our body energy and help our cells function properly. So it does that, and it also sets your circadian rhythm. So suddenly, I started doing this, and I found it to be equally addicting, if not more addicting, than my computer and my devices. So I really advocate that people go to sunrise instead of screen rise, because a lot of times the first thing we do is grab our phones, check our email, check social media, you know, all that stuff. But if you do this and just do it for 15 minutes, I think people's health will transform. I can say for myself, I've always been a healthy person, but I feel more energized and better than ever. And I'm not perfect. I don't catch everyone if it's raining. I don't really want to go out because I can't even see the sun. You know? <laughs> but when I do it, I just feel this amazing energy and strength. And definitely the sunlight in general boosts our mood. You know, it mitigates depression. And um, you've probably heard of people getting... Uh, you know, that seasonal affect disorder because they're not getting enough sun. Well, yeah, the sun is more critical than I realized. And the funny thing is a lot of health professionals will say, you know, protect your eyes, wear sunglasses, or wear sunscreen. And I would dare to say don't do either of those things. And I'll tell you why. One is I read a book by John Ott called Health and Light. And he talks about the importance of receiving that sunlight. I'm so glad you live out in, did you say Arizona? Yes, it's wonderful yeah, weather. You're gonna get that, yeah, you're going to get that, that sunlight. And so any time of day, okay, I was talking about the sunrise. Some people listening might be like, oh, no, that's too much. Hold on, I can't do that. Okay, don't do that. But get out in the sun as much as you can. Take your meals out, of the, out in the sun because it also helps with digestion. Yeah. So the sun is our friend, and it has been the friend of our ancestors. Think about people, you know, a thousand years ago, they didn't have sunscreen. And yet, they weren't dying of strange, you know, skin cancers and stuff. Why? Because they got the morning and the evening sun, which is protective of the midday sun. And they knew also when they were getting too hot or uncomfortable or maybe seeing their skin skin redden some, they would get out of the sun. They would do the wise thing, you know. So um, that's why I'm all about these ancestral health practices because I'm like, this makes sense to me. You know, they took their meals outside. They were having community gatherings outside. I think we spend... I just heard this statistic recently. The average adult in the United States only spends 15 minutes outside a day. And that makes sense to me because we're working out inside. We go from the gym to our office. We're in the car on the way. We stop at the grocery store. We come home. We watch TV. Do you know what I mean? If you don't pay attention, you're going to spend most of your life inside, and you're missing a great source of energy and strength. So I definitely think people should get outside as much as possible and get that sunrise sunlight if possible and the sunset sunlight as well because that doesn't have the um, UVA or UVB light, and so it um, won't cause any burns or anything, and it kind of helps you build a solar callus so you can handle the sun later in the day without getting burned. And I think people are going to be amazed at the benefits. I feel like my metabolism is stronger than ever. I just, like I said, I feel energized. I mean, there are just so many benefits from this light. But the main thing is that circadian rhythm as well. You will have a deeper, more restorative sleep. Um, You know, it can help, as I mentioned, with metabolism. It just helps on innumerable levels. And and if people don't believe me, they can follow my friend. I have a friend who's the primal hacker on Instagram, Thaddeus Owen, who's studied this in depth. He's one of the guys that got me hooked on it. Dr. Jack Cruz also has a following. He talks a lot about the benefits of light and he calls his followers 
it's really cute, mitochondriacs, you know. Um, but again, we're just looking for a way to get more in tune with nature and less in tune with what interferes with our body's natural rhythms. Yes, absolutely. And I just want to say, too, if like someone can't go out like for the, uh, the sunrise, even if they go out later, I still feel people need to be outside, period, like you mentioned, as much as possible. And it's really good for being outdoors, too. It's, uh, you know, mindfulness, quieting the mind, feeling inner peace, you know, being connected with the universe, but also getting the sunshine for health benefits, including vitamin D. It's relaxing. It's uh, uh you know, it's just uh, so, it's even soothing for um, numerous uh, skin ailments and, and so much more. So I think it's this uh, circadian rhythm, I think that's uh, really important. And uh, But also, if the, let's say you can't go out there at a certain time, um, mm-hmm. e- even like morning, let's say maybe someone has a busy schedule uh, early morning, but then later on, maybe around 10 or so, they you know, if they have a chance, still get outside and get your sunshine. But you don't want to do it like, like you mentioned, you don't want to just be out there like really like a part of the day where it's really uncomfortable or doing it too long. You don't want to do it excessive. Uh, but I think every day is is very beneficial. And I, I, and, yeah. I and I agree with you too with the uh, sunscreen. I mean, the sunscreens, I mean, most of them are very toxic. They have toxic ingredients, which mm-hmm. can get it absorbed into the into the body. And to be honest with you, Hilda, I... I um, I, I do a lot of like studying and research and reading books all the time, but I, I'd really like, I don't know too much about um, the lighting that you mentioned, like indoors and stuff, but I really would like to um, do more research on that. But I, 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 I do uh, the sunshine. I believe that everyone needs to be getting sunshine on a, on a daily basis. And then I just wanted to mention too, to ask you, uh, my, I have this, uh, this vision coach, and um, I, I know that he recommends, uh, I, I believe, I'll have to do more research, but I could have sworn he recommends even like a full spectrum light for indoors. Uh-huh. And I'll have to do more research, but he actually helped me improve my vision dramatically. I mean, my prescription dropped in half because of his program. Wow. Yeah. And he, That's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, the guy who wrote Health and Light, John Ott, mm-hmm. he had trouble with his vision too. And then his sunglasses broke and he was, he was at the beach. And then it was like when he got the sunlight in his eyes, like it actually helps rather than hinders. So I'm not surprised that you found benefit from that. It's just like it's so funny because it's kind of – the opposite of what you would think. And I had somebody working with me to improve my vision naturally as well. And um, and he said to me, do you wear sunglasses? I was like, no. He's like, okay, good. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he gets it. It's so funny. Yeah. But maybe it's just people who are aware and willing to kind of um, question what all the authorities tell us. You know, oh, make sure you wear your sunscreen year-round, you know. And it's like, oh, we're depriving ourselves of something that's so good for our skin. And and I really liked what you said, um, and then I'll let you get to your question. But I really like what you said, Kristen, about um, getting outside whenever you can because, you know, some people do work in an environment that they can't get out of. Let's say they're working in a store and they're, you know, bagging groceries or what have you, and they just really can't get out. Well, every employee usually gets, you know, 
a 10-minute break every couple hours. Well, and instead of going outside and smoking, just consider a little sun break. That's one way to think of it, too. And let that sun get on your skin because the skin, as you know, is our biggest organ and it can, you know, soak in that vitamin D. And and as you know, most Americans are vitamin D deficient now. And so yes. a lot of people think, oh, well, I'll just pop a, a supplement. But it synthesizes properly when it comes with all that the sun gives us. So, you know, sometimes in labs they try to isolate. Well, take this vitamin, but as you know, that doesn't always replace the natural way you might get that vitamin through food or through sunlight. Yes, absolutely. And uh, just recently I was talking to a nurse, and she, <laughs> she's, you know, I pretty much... Um, working all the time and so she's not able to get outside and she you know had a, a vitamin uh, d deficiency and i said oh are you and i asked her too if she's been outside oh no i, I haven't been outside in a long time and i'm like you need to get outdoors ah. yeah so um uh basically and i believe my my vision coach which i, I can tell my listeners and myopia.org um I've talked about this in my program before. It's changed my life with my vision. And I believe, and I'm not 100% sure, but I believe Jake, through his program, stated, and I'm not 100% sure, but I think he also said, don't wear sunglasses. And I believe he even said, if you're outside or let's say you go to the beach or something, you wear like a cap, yeah, like a hat, but you don't have the actual uh, sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. So definitely That's awesome. I've heard of Jake and Myopia. Yeah, I've heard of him. Oh my God, I, I absolutely. I've I've talked about his program for a while. I've just done updates of dropping my prescription down, and I do believe I'll be out of my contacts and glasses pretty soon. I'm hoping maybe in a year, um, but I used to have horrible vision. I mean, I, there was even I think one eye, I was up to really high. Um, like a n- negative six, negative eight. I don't remember the exact uh, diopters, but it was really, I mean, really high negative diopters. And I'm, my prescriptions dropped less than half. Um, oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, the sun is powerful. And I have one more little sun yes. tip that I just heard recently, too, um, because I've interviewed some folks like you. I have the pleasure of talking to these experts and learning so much. And so um, there's a guy... Dewey Lehman, who works with Raw Optics, their blue-blocking sunglass company. Um, so, I mean, I shouldn't have said sunglass, but <laughs> blue-blocking glasses company, the kind that you wear inside to block the blue light. And um, anyway, he said that our mitochondria are fed, these little engines, again, that we want functioning properly, um, from the energy of the sun. They get two-thirds of their energy from the sun and one-third from food. So, in other words... Some people even go so far to say, and I'm starting to believe this, that light trumps food for our wellness. Can you believe this? It's wow. to me, it's super shocking because we're all like, "What diet is the best? Exactly. You know, what, what should <laughs> yeah. I be eating? This is really yeah. critical." And as you said, of course, mindset, the subconscious, you know, all these things matter. But light is also an important, yes. really important, yes. possibly quite overlooked piece. Yes, and so we're at the end of my show, and. Um, I thank you uh, so much. And if my listeners want to uh, check out your podcast, definitely. That, I that hope website. they do. Yeah, it's the Wise Traditions Show. They can find it anywhere they get their podcasts. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I wish you my best. It was nice talking to you. 
Same, Kristen. Thanks so okay. much. Take care. You too. This is uh, Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. I just want to make a couple of comments here before I um, end the show here. Uh, when Tippy was talking um, for limiting beliefs, um, <laughs> um, you know, um, I saw a hypnotist, and that didn't even help me. And I do feel meditation and brainwave entrainment are the best to bring the limiting beliefs from the unconscious mind to the conscious mind or to conscious awareness and then eventually eliminate it. And then you can learn more about my um, health approach at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do have Get Healthy eBooks there to eat healthy, eat organic cooked vegetables, eating three meals a day, and other health tips to get healthy and uh, make sure you tune in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. I absolutely have amazing guests on my show. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 